0: Hi, this is Pastor Marquette Ball of the Uplift Church in Laurel, Maryland. Listen, it is my prayer that this word is a blessing in your life. I pray that it's uplifting to your mind, uplifting to your heart, and uplifting to your spirit. Check us out online at UpliftMD.com. God bless. Allie, I'm thankful for songs uh, like that. These are the songs uh, that got Mama through, and the Truth Be Told. The songs that get many uh, of us through as well. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, brothers and sisters, it is indeed a blessing uh, to greet you on uh, this morning. I know it's a little uh, rainy, a little misty outside, uh, but thank you so much for pressing your way uh, into church on today as we uh, celebrate our uh, Heritage uh, Sunday. Thank you all so much for for your nice, colorful uh, outfits as well. So we had some fun, fun with it. Uh, I'm a little, um, I don't want to say jealous or envious because biblically that's not right, but uh, I feel some kind of way because someone got the good black and gold. Uh, my wife and I know we were looking at several places the other day. I was trying to find uh, something black and gold, um, but uh, we worked out uh, with this one right here. Uh, so we we'll definitely uh, thank you so much for, uh, for participating in our Heritage Sunday. Uh, well, brothers and sisters, we've, we've been in a series now called Relationship Goals. Relationship goals. It has been uh, a tremendous, tremendous blessing. As we talked about, people often look at happy images or images of happy couples uh, on social media and say things like, "That's that's what I want. That's that's hashtag relationship goals." But we don't know the story behind the picture. We don't know the struggle behind the picture. On last night, we had a great time. And we brought. Um, couples together and we had a conversation about communication goals and in that, that time last night together a lot uh, came out solely because a lot of people have great images but you don't know you don't know their story. You don't know uh, their struggle. You don't know what it took for them to get to the point of smiling together in a photo. And so we talked a little bit about what it takes to have a healthy, successful successful marriage. And that was a blessing. If you were there last night, can you give me an amen? Put your hands together if you were blessed uh, by that on last night. Amen and amen. We kicked off the series um, dealing with a um, sermon called Dealing with baggage issues, baggage issues. We talked about that. We we also looked at squad goals when you're in relationship. It's not just uh, who you're in an intimate relationship with, but it's also people who are in your inner circle. We talked about squad goals. And last Sunday, uh, my friend, my brother, Will Granberry came and he blessed us uh, with a sermon called Single and Available. Single and Available. So this series, I hope and pray, has been a blessing in your life. Here's a quick preview on next Sunday. I'm not going to even announce just yet uh, what the sermon series is, but listen to me when I tell you you don't want to miss next Sunday. Next Sunday is Vision Sunday, and and for the last few weeks, y'all, I have been I have been wanting to just, I just want to tell you, but we have Sunday plans, so I'm trying to hold uh, my peace until next Sunday, but God is doing some amazing things, God has laid something amazing on my heart to share with us uh, on next Sunday, I cannot wait to share it with you, I think Sean, Sean knows, my wife knows uh, um, a little bit about what's coming, Sean has got some exciting things for praise and worship uh, planned for next Sunday, as well. So again, Vision Sunday, make sure you invite people as well because you're not going to want to miss what God is getting ready to do at Uplift Church. I want to make sure you hear me clearly. You're not going to want to miss next Sunday because we're going to hear what God is getting ready to do in and through Uplift Church. Can somebody say amen? Amen Amen and amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, your book of instruction before leaving earth, I invite your attention to 1 Kings 1 Kings chapter number 16, 1 Kings chapter number 16, 1 Kings chapter number 16, we'll be looking at verse number 29, 1 Kings chapter 16, we'll be looking at verse number 29, and you've got it, we invite you to stand to honor the reading of God's word, 1 Kings chapter number 16, beginning at verse number 16. 29 if you got it say amen. amen amen and amen here's what it says i'm reading from the english standard version in the 30th 38th year of Isaiah, king of judah ahab the son of Omri, began to reign over israel and ahab son of Amari reigned over Israel in Samaria 32 years. And Ahab, the son of Amari, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the sons of Naboth, he took for his wife, Jezebel, the daughter of Ethabelle, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. He erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria, and Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord. The God of Israel to anger that all the kings of Israel who went before him in his days hell of Bethel built Jericho he laid its foundations at the cost of Abram his firstborn and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son Saga according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Joshua the son of none. This is the word of God for the people of God, the word of God is already blessed. Do me a favor. I want you to do it with attitude. I want you to do it with some sass. I want you to do it uh, like like the people you see on reality TV show type sass. I want you to do it uh, like some of your clubs and there type, type sass. I want you to look at your neighbor with sass on your face and say, neighbor, neighbor. good morning. morning. to right, look back at me. I want you to say it with sass and attitude. I mean, I want the neck rows, I want... Oh, I want somebody, I want you to do the neck roll like somebody has disrespected you and you're going to put them in their place And let them know what they're not going to do to you. I want that kind of sense. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, neighbor. Good, morning. Good, morning. good morning. Good to see you. To see you. So glad you made in the church. You need, you need to get you some values. You need to get you some values. Look at another neighbor and say, Neighbor, neighbor. get you some values. Get you some values. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Get you get you some values. Will you pray with me? Fathers, once again, that I stand to proclaim your word. I pray, dear Lord, that I decrease and that you increase mightily. That these, your people, would see and hear less of me and more of thee. Take the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart and make them to be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, our God, our strength, and our redeemer. Father, I have studied, but I need your strength. I have prepared, but I need your power. I'm willing and I want to, but I need you to make me able. Finally, now I'll wait for thee. Ready, my Lord, thy will to see. Open mine eyes and lift me, Spirit divine. Lord, prepare us to receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Get, get you Get you some, some values. I don't intend to be before us long because I've got a meeting uh, right after this with the leaders, but I want to share something with us that I believe is going to help us in our relationships. Get you some values. Uh, two years ago, Michelle had her life change with one question. Michelle, was a successful woman. She she seemed to have everything going for her. She, she was able to land a good job early in life, and then she worked her way up with several promotions. I mean, Michelle, y'all, was doing her thing. With her promotions came uh, better paychecks and more money. At age 31, Michelle. Bought her own house. It was a townhouse, but it was her townhouse. At age 32, Michelle bought herself a black man working. Michelle got herself a, a BMW. Oh, it was a used BMW, but at least she got her own uh, BMW. Michelle was doing her thing. Michelle's theme song was IND. Y'all know how it goes. She said uh, she got her own house. She got her own car. She got two jobs, work Michelle had her own independent lifestyle. She was doing her... Hey. Even, even with the, the good job and the I N D E M P whatever you go uh, with the words, y'all know how to call Michelle. Had a good job, had her own house, had her own car, but she wasn't happy. Michelle found herself sitting on a couch in the therapist's office after another. Bad relationship had come to an end. Michelle wanted to know what was wrong with her, why she couldn't find a good man. The therapist asked her one question that changed her life. She asked her, With your last relationship, what of yourself? Did you see in him? What of yourself did you see in him? The question made her pause because she hadn't really thought through that. She she thought about it. She was happy when she was with him, but she didn't see herself in him. In the decisions she made, in the decisions he made, and in the way he behaved, or The way he thought about people and and relationships. And the answer was, I didn't really see myself in him. And the therapist then said, if he didn't reflect your values, then why were you with him? And her answer was, I was happy because I was with someone. Sometimes our desire to be with someone Causes us to settle for being with anyone. Ooh, pastor, that was good. Say that one more time. Sometimes our value to be in relationship with someone causes us to settle for it and to even find happiness by simply being with anyone. And I think one of the most important questions to ask yourself in every relationship is do our values align? And I'll talk about uh, values aligning. I'm not just talking about y'all liking the same type of movies or the same type of music or having similar pop- politics. It's, it's deeper than that. Values deal, deal with the core beliefs that govern your life. Values. I shared on the screen there. value is the worth and importance that you assign to a certain belief activity, or and event. Everyone who's going through marriage counseling with me will have a session that deals with values. Because if you all don't deal with the value issue, oh, he looked good, and oh, she is cute. But when you've got different values, you've got a ticking time bomb waiting to explode in your face. One of the questions we got to wrestle with is, is values. The most important questions you can ask yourself in every relationship is, do our values align? Somebody here this morning, I'm already on your street. I'm already knocking on your door because some of us this morning can say to yourself, you're already thinking, Lord, I wish I would have heard this 10 years ago. Lord, I wish I would have heard this before I I met her. If if I would have thought about this back then, I would have never messed up in that relationship. Some of us learn the hard the importance of checking values. And our text this morning helps us to understand the danger of misaligned values. Give you a a, a warning already. I don't think this is going to be the shouting sermon. This is the note taking sermon because I really as a pastor want to help us make sure we're being discipled well. So I want you to make sure you take good notes on this sermon. Here it is. This text help us understand the danger of misaligned values. Here we are in the book of first Kings, book of first Kings, the book of of Kings, both first and second Kings follows. The book of Samuel and the books are intended to be read together in the Hebrew Bible. The book of Kings uh, completes a story really that began in the time of Joshua, the books of Joshua, Judges, Samuel, first and second Samuel, as well as first and second Kings are known as the former prophets. These The history books which tell the story of Israel from the arrival of the tribes in their promised land and the eventual hear this loss of the land and their exile into Babylon. That's really what these books deal with the book of Joshua, the book of, of Judges, Samuel and Kings tells the history of them getting the promised land and them losing the promised land going into exile in the history of israel we see and we sense god's purpose for his people god in their history made a covenant agreement with israel giving them his law giving them his standards and promising his blessing y'all got that that's the history of it god says You will be my people, and I will be your God, and I'm going to bless you. In the book of Deuteronomy, we learn that obedience and blessings go together. God says, you follow my word, you're going to be blessed. God says, you do what I tell you to do, and you're going to be blessed. Obedience and blessing go together. God wants to prosper them. That's the history. In 1 Kings, we look and we learn that you can mess up your blessings By having misaligned values. One of the most famous stories in 1 Kings is the story of Elijah and his facing the 450 prophets of Baal. One of the famous stories of Kings is Elijah and his facing the 450 prophets of Baal. It's found in 1 Kings chapter number 18, where we see Elijah as the lone prophet of God. Standing against the 450 prophets of Baal And the 450 prophets of Baal Are the agents of the state They were representing the state Sanctioned religion The other prophets of God had been killed and were in hiding. Y'all follow this story. So Elijah is the lone prophet standing to represent the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob against the 450 state-sanctioned prophets of Baal. The story is famous because we see Elijah pray and ask God to send down fire from heaven to prove that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is truly God. And while this is an amazing scene. The people look on and all. We've got to ask the question how in the world? Do the people of God, the ones chosen by God, the people that God has blessed with land, the people that God has provided for, the people that God has made ways for, how in the world that this people find themselves worshiping Baal. How is it that Baal became the state-sanctioned religion? How did they get so far off course? Well, I'm glad you asked. It all started with the marriage. It all started with misaligned values at the altar. Our text this morning shows us Ahab, the son of, of, of Urai, as he is coordinated as king of Israel. And then for political reasons he married Jezebel of Ethabel, the king of the Sidon's daughter. And after marrying her, he started serving her God and worshiping her God. Three quick things this text teach us this morning. The first thing is this, that you need to know your values. Say it one more time. You, you need to know your values. Value is the worth and importance that you assign to certain beliefs, activities, or events. Ahab was surrounded by believers, but he was not secure in his own belief. And if you don't know what you believe, Somebody else would easily convince you to believe what they want you to believe. Ahab saw the religious activities of his people, but he didn't understand it enough to value it. And he saw the yearly festivals to honor God. But for Ahab, they were not important. And because he did not know his value, he ended up destroying the blessings and the prosperity of his nation. Listen, can I save you some heartache and heartbreak? When it comes to relationships, you need to know your values before you enter into any serious relationship. Ahab went astray solely because he didn't know what he believed. And God sent me by to challenge you on this morning that you need to have some values at the core of your life that govern your life. Values that are non-negotiable for you in any and every relationship. When you look at the book of Joshua, you will find that Joshua had to challenge the children of Israel. He said to them in Joshua 24 verse 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve. And then Joshua said, this is my value. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When you look in the book of Daniel, you'll find Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were challenged to bow down and to worship a false god. And their response was, King, we ain't bowing down because we got value that says whether you kill us or not, we are worshiping our god. And the question you got to ask yourself is what are your core beliefs? What are your core values? What matters in your life? Relationships get messed up when you find yourself hooked up with people who have poor values or you're the one who has a poor value system. You got to ask yourself, what what are my values? What, What activities are important to me? If going to church on Sunday morning is important to you, then don't get with somebody who only wants to do brunch on Sunday morning. You got misalignment in in values. If going to your family for the holidays is important to you, being around family and friends is important to you, don't get with somebody who wants you to only be a homebody and just For them, you gotta find somebody who has a similar value system as you. I wish I had somebody say amen. You know what it means to be with somebody who has the same kind of values as you. Some of us can testify, Pastor, I've been in relationships before where I like how they look, but we didn't have the same values. And I found those relationships ended badly. Oh, they were what I dreamed for, at least how they look. But then they became a nightmare But I realized that our values were all messed up. You've got to make sure you've got some non-negotiables for yourself. Then you're able to assess somebody else's values. So after you know your values, watch this, you've got to begin to learn your partner's values. Because you're not in a relationship by yourself, you're in a relationship with somebody else, you got to know your partner's values. Ahab found that it was good politically to marry Jezebel. But Ahab never considered Jezebel's values. Jezebel's name suggested that she was a worshiper of somebody else. Jezebel's name suggested that she worshipped a God that wasn't a God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And her daddy's name suggested they were ones who worshipped somebody else. And the truth of the matter is, when you know that you have been blessed because of God then don't align yourself with somebody whose character and value says they don't value your beliefs. Ahab Say it looked good on paper, but he never checked her values. So whenever you're entering into a relationship with somebody, take some time to find out what do they believe, what's important to them. You begin to find yourself with somebody who has mismatched in values. You got to make sure you run from that as quickly as possible. Let me say it one time. Make sure you find out what they believe after you find out what they believe, find out what activities are important to them. What activities are important to them. If going out every Friday and popping bottles every Friday is important to them and budgeting is important to you and trying to have some kind of savings is important to you. It ought to be a red flag early on. This right here is misalignment and this just ain't going to work. If saving is important to you but they got 19 credit cards, and they're trying to figure out which one is going to be swiped this time, and there's a good chance that you got a misalignment in values. If going out to eat is important to them, but trying to have a home-cooked meal is important to you, she might look good, but she can't fry eggs or she learns how to burn water chances. Oh, y'all got a mismatch in values. You gotta to begin to find out what somebody's value. Oh, somebody said out on there. You gotta find out something. Somebody's value, then you gotta also deal with what their beliefs are. What's important to them? If you are a child of God, you recognize that you got what you have because God has been good to you, and you find yourself in a relationship with somebody who is trying to be new age and spiritual. By that, I mean they find any and everything. Uh, This month, they believe in this. Next month, they're trying a little bit of this. And the following month, they're trying a little bit. And they ain't secure. And anything There's a good chance. Their relationships are just like that, too. So maybe you could avoid heartache and heartbreak by finding out what they believe. Then find out what events are important to them. Husbands, even in your married relationship, find out what events are if... If Valentine's Day is important to her, and although she says I don't really want nothing, listen, you ought to know, don't believe that, Get something anyway, right? If if Christmas presents are important to them, if it is, uh, we gonna all wake up early on Christmas morning and we gonna open gifts together. That's important to them. Those kind of events, and make sure you prioritize that. If if spending a week in in Aruba. Is is there a thing, Then you gotta make sure you prioritize it. I found this out. My wife, y'all, I love my wife dearly, but if we don't travel somewhere every year, I I've got a different situation on hand, and so I found out early on that I gotta make sure I save up to leave because we got to go somewhere, else I'm gonna be sitting on somebody's couch trying to figure out, Lord, what happened in my relationship. So you gotta find out what events are important. To the person you're in relationship with. Does that make sense? I hope that's helpful. Find out what events. And then I'm out of your way. Third thing is simply this, my brothers and sisters. Once you know your values, what activities, what events, what beliefs are at the core of your being. The third thing is this. And I'm done. This is, you got to know that you are valuable. Know that you are valuable. Here it is. I'm done. So a couple of a couple of days ago. My wife and I were here to travel to South Carolina. I realized we need some new tires. And so um, I went to get, get some new tires. And the technician said, sir, can, can, can you come in real quick? And he called me back and said, OK, here you go. You're going to tell me I need a new transmission. And a, uh, what, you ain't got no business. Looking at trans- what, what is it? And he said, well, sir, we can give you the tires, but you also need an alignment. Now, I've gotten alignments before, but I've never asked a technical question of, sir, can you tell me the purpose for an alignment? Technician said to me, so good question, most people don't ask, but here it is. In alignment, make sure that when you are driving, your car goes the direction you want to go and it doesn't try to swerve into another lane. Because without an alignment, you can find yourself drifting in somebody else's lane. Okay, cool. He said, that, that's not it. That's not it. He said, when, when you don't have an alignment, you can get new tires. But if you don't have an alignment, your car will start drifting to one side. And while you have new tires that are supposed to last a certain uh, amount of miles, they won't because you're putting more wear and tear on your tires. And so over time, you'll find yourself spending more on tires because you don't have an alignment. So an alignment helps you stay in your lane and it also helps you save money on maintenance. But then, not only that, so when you don't have an alignment, man, your car has to work harder to get to its speed and because your car is working harder to get to the speed that you want it to get to, you're burning more gas and so you're spending more money on gas when you don't have an alignment. So if you get an alignment, your car Stays in the lane and goes where you want to go to get to an alignment. You will find yourself spending less money on maintenance. You'll find yourself spending less money on gas. You can go where you're trying to go. My brother and my of God want you to know this. Sometimes your relationships are swerving into oncoming traffic and crashing because you're not aligned. Sometimes you find yourself spending more energy and time maintaining the relationship because it's not aligned. Some of y'all have wasted money and time being. This God wants you to get our alignment in your relationship. Here it is. I'm